motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing because um, at the start of every episode, we do, well, I do 10, I record 10 seconds worth of silence to do, um, it's a noise reduction thing. It's, it's some nerdy stuff. You don't have to know what it is, but we can, all we can hear is the dripping of a tap in the background. <laughs> uh, look, I don't think it's loud enough to be picked up on these mics but it was very funny regardless yeah if you can't hear it on the mics then we sound like real lunatics right now <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> um my name's matt hopkins and as always i'm joined by my friend michael trinko hey hey uh this week we watched twister oh yeah 1993 uh a film about tornadoes based off the game i believe what no, <laughs> like, I don't remember any <laughs> Twister game. No, I I wish it was, but no. It sounds pretty cool. Wait, you don't remember the the game Twister? No, did they actually make a game after the movie? No, you know Twister. Oh fuck! Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I also just realized that the way that I reminded you of the game Twister that you didn't recognize by the name Twister was just to say, you know, Twister, <laughs> and you suddenly realized what it was. I actually feel really fucking dumb. <laughs> about this now because <laughs> well you'll see later you'll see exactly oh, why really? and i've probably just given away <laughs> oh, i'm already so excited to yeah this now. anyway um <laughs> twister 1993 uh bill paxton helen hunt yeah uh philip seymour hoffman who i forgot was in this yeah same i completely forgot that he was in this um it, there was sort of like a few yeah familiar faces in it um but it was funny because i remember when i first saw this movie uh, I just remember his character just being like really sort of over the top and just overly energetic and stuff like that. And yeah. when I, we like when I rewatched it again, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman!" And I loved him, and he was the best. <laughs> yeah, he plays like—is he a stoner or is he just an eccentric dude? He's just pumped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's sure. just—he's just happy to be there. Yeah, he's like the, <laughs> the Manus Levashane of like storms. <laughs> just so excited, an overexcited toddler. Yeah, he just pumped. <laughs> oh man, I love a good um, cricket reference in there well done <laughs> thank you very nice uh so where what's um what's mr google say is it google that, that we get these yeah synopsis synopsi yeah you have, mate? there's a question for you what's the i only plural get one synopsis of, at a time <laughs> <laughs> what's the plural of synopsis synopses yeah probably That's, i thought synopsi i like synopsi though yeah it sounds like a um like something you'd fight in a Zelda game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes me happy. A note to Nintendo if you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will sell you our ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the synopsis or synopsi <laughs> for, for Twister is uh, Bill, played by Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. uh, a storm chaser, and Joe, played by Helen Hunt, a meteorologist, have, uh, have to put their impending divorce on hold to battle a series of violent tornadoes that are destroying Oklahoma. Yeah, um, I particularly enjoy that they are battling. I was just going to say that's that's a weird thing to to say. I, I definitely wouldn't have used the word battling. Uh, I don't think that's what they're doing. <laughs> no, yeah, they're not sentient twisters. Yeah. Well, that we're aware of anyway. No, but uh, I, I guess it sort of is. Uh, it does sort of make sense to say that they're, they're battling the to- the violent tornadoes because this movie was directed by uh, I don't know how you pronounce this uh, Jan de Bond. Yeah. Jan de Bond? Yeah, I have no I idea. Yeah, uh, but he directed Speed. Oh, did he? Yeah, you oh, might. Yeah. Well, maybe you know that more by its uh, more familiar name, the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, course. he directed uh, Speed and and also Twister. So wow, there you go. Yeah, what a streak. 
Yeah. And what has he done since? Uh who knows? Does he, <laughs> he doesn't does he need to do anything else? Well, yeah, I guess you're right. He gave us quick buses and fast wind. Like <laughs> there's <laughs> You don't need him. Yeah, that's the resume of a fucking superstar there. <laughs> yeah. He's kicking back, just making shitty commercials, <laughs> like just, you know, living off the What do you get that what's that stuff called when you put the money in the bank? Interests. Hey. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Financials. Finance yeah, sorry, I'm not a titan of finance, but um <laughs> uh yeah, but I I gotta say, um, yeah, we always like to do the sort of, you know, review for a friend or just like look up another way of explaining what the film is about. Um, and I particularly enjoyed the um, the reviews from just like Google, like just people who use Google. Like they, anyone who has a Google account can just review anything they want and just chuck it up on the internet. Um, the The first line of one that I that initially caught my eye, which, which I actually thought was pretty good, was just, it's the best weather movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty, I mean, for a movie that's pretty thin on plot. Yeah. Yeah. A weather movie's a known genre? I didn't know that they were. <laughs> uh, I think that's why that sort of caught my attention as well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like the best one because it's the only one. Um, I did find this one and I'm going to read it with the same, uh, like, spelling and, and like, grammar and syntax and anything like that as it's written because uh-huh. I don't want to take away from uh, the person who wrote this review. Of course. Um, I, I, I just sort of, like, it's a long review, so I just only took a little bit of it. But um, something about it really resonated with me. I've grew up with this movie. The director chose the right thing to create. For a critic, the lighting in some scenes needs to be corrected so it looks more realistic. The tornado in scene four looks utterly fake. But that's 100% fine to me. Once more, I'd like to say to you all to watch this movie if you haven't already. It would mean the world to me if you could take some time out of your day to watch Twister. <laughs> and what I a just, sincere... I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, so if you don't want to watch Twister after that, it's not the film for you. <laughs> you know what? He brings up a, a good point about some of the special effects looking bad because I found them to be wildly inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> Like, for, like the like the opening scene of um, sorry, not the opening scene, but when they finally you know Twister comes up on the screen, yeah, that looks like some word art shit. Yeah, the the three D block yeah, text, yeah, like that looks horrible. At some point, there's a shot of the Earth oh, and yeah. a satellite, and that looks awful. I'm convinced that that is the exact same graphics that are used for like the film clip for Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. <laughs> like it's yeah. just that sort of blocky. Yeah. Not yeah, Windows ninety five sort of yeah, stuff. totally yeah, and um, but the, on the other side of things, like some of the tornadoes look really good, yeah, like I, like some of them, I'm like that actually looks sensational, and if you put that in a movie today, I wouldn't be angry. There's a lot of debris going around, yeah. like it's you know, I believe it, yeah, it's fine, yeah. Um, anyway, I guess that was, <laughs> that was really my point is that <laughs> some look good and some look like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um. Yeah, well, I, actually, I think we'll probably cover some uh, when we go over the, the notes. But um, uh, I, I do want to point out that uh, basically straight off the bat, um, the the movie makes like, you know, immediately sort of starts throwing the um, the references from Wizard of Oz out, like straight away. First scene, you have a, you know, a, a lightning storm uh, around a farm. We're in country like Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a tornado warning on the news. And we have like, you know, two parents and their young daughter 
who were then like rushed to their underground bunker, uh, you know, to escape from a tornado. And they have a little dog called Toby. Ah. You know, there's like a lot of like... Okay. Sort of, yeah. I hadn't put that together before. Well, the only reason thing that made me think about it was the fact that like later on in the film, um, they had their little weather devices that are called Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. Okay. And that's when I was like, oh, wait, maybe there's like... Maybe they have other references and stuff. Yeah. But, like that opening scene is pretty, pretty bang on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Tornado farm, little girl, little dog, two syllable name. I wonder I'm if really it, reaching there. I wonder if it syncs up when you play uh, Dark Side of the Moon over the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, just in that opening scene, I just want to make a particular mention about um, what the dad does. So they 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 make it to the underground bunker thing. I don't know if that's like what those things are called, but I'm calling it underground bunker. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like the doors, you know, sort of the only thing that's like separating them from the tornado. It's it seems to only be held together by a single sort of latch. Um it's obviously like blowing around a lot because there's, you know, quite a bit of wind outside. And for whatever reason, they're like hunkered in the corner. And the dad sees that, like, the single latch is, like, no sort of match for this enormous tornado outside. So, he runs over to hold the door down. Mm, yeah. Which is ultimately his demise because all the latches and everything break and he just gets sucked up and, you know, dies. Yeah. No, I agree with you because I, I actually thought that exact same thing. I'm like, why wouldn't you just stay? Yeah. Like, it's like it's not going to suck you out of the hole. It's not going to reach in for you. No. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought that was very strange. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, I I appreciate they need to set up some sort of like some some trauma there because the little girl is Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he could have just like the dad could have just like tripped and not made it or something like that. You totally. Know? Like, yeah, yeah. They had to make a heartbreaking decision or some uh, whatever. Um, it, yeah, it, whatever. It is what uh, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, we uh, we we cut to sort of like present day, mm-hmm. uh, as you said, the amazing graphics of that satellite, yeah. which oh, is baby. really a treat. <laughs> um, so this satellite is actually sending uh, signals for you know weather uh, patterns and data and that sort of business to the NSSL. Mm. Uh, for those of you idiots who don't know what the NSSL <laughs> is, it's obviously the National Severe Storm Laboratory. Uh, I just realized I've also spelled laboratory incorrectly in my notes. We're up <laughs> to the fly here. Hell yeah. Lucky um, uh, there's no visual element to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so they, they mentioned uh, at the start here. So this is like setting up the premise for the entire film, right? So the people at the NSSL are uh, reading all the data and they particularly mentioned that like, um, you know, there's going to be a record outbreak of tornadoes. And someone also says this is going to be a long day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this film is more than one day, but... Uh, no, it does and- it pisses me off that it doesn't because so much happens in that one day. Is it? No, surely not one day. No, it's one day because they definitely really? say that, yeah, it's over like the 24 hour period. And if you put all of the things together, yeah, I'm fairly certain it is the one day because there's no mention of like going to a hotel except for that bit where the drive through, yes, yeah. And I don't think they're there and they overnight. Go straight away. And you never, you don't see the morning again until. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah, okay. Mm. Ugh, annoying. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's right? That's a lot to happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, anyway, so we got... Um, <laughs> that's just changed everything for me. I don't yeah. know why. I just never considered that to be that like... That pissed me off because I'm like, that... <laughs> why is all of the... And it's so qu- like so fast. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking nitpicking. <laughs> but... 
<laughs> We're so really upset it. at this movie. Like, <laughs> I love oh, this to, is meant to be a light-hearted thing. Love to pick a nit. Um, all right, so we've got Bill, as, as we already mentioned. Uh, he's now got his... Um, he's with his fiance, Dr. Melissa Reeves, played by Jamie Gertz. Uh, they're en route to meet up with Joe, who's Bill's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, soon-to-be ex-wife. Um, so that she can sign the divorce papers to make the whole thing like official and it's all sorted. So Joe, being the meteorologist, is with like the whole team, which we'll get to in a second. Um, they're out in Oklahoma. They're setting up for the big day of, you know, 24-hour tornadoes. The the team is like you know there's a few I can't remember how many there are exactly but there's um you know we got the team oddball Dust Dustin Dusty Davis yeah who's uh, that's Philip Seymour Hoffman who is yeah I can't work out whether he's a stoner like whether that was his like shtick whether he was like you are you're a stoner and you just heaps into storms or whether yeah. it was just um you're just a fucking oddball I like the idea of him just being heaps fucking psyched about weather. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why that's appealing to me, but it just is. It's just funny. I love that he was talking about the suck zone in, within like the first... He's, like- he's kind of like, he breaks a lot of personal space throughout the entire yeah. film, I noticed. Like, he's very hands-on and like in your face when he talks to people. Yeah. Which is like... I don't know, it's just sort of... I mean, I guess it sort of plays into who he is. Anyone yeah. who, like, is pumped to watch the Weather Channel is probably like that. Yeah. And i got to say, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman, incredible actor. Yeah. Like, oh, no, he's, so he's excellent. He's yeah. uh, totally believable. But, um, yeah, it's, he's an odd odd guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't blame him for the portrayal of Dusty. I, I, <laughs> That's right. I blame whatever they told him to be. Like, <laughs> I'd just love to know what they said. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. I wonder if there's like a behind the scenes out there somewhere. Mm. Um, we also have uh, the map man of the group, Robert Rabbit. Yeah. Newark, Alan Ruck. Proper. Alan Ruck, yeah. I could, you, so I don't know if you've seen Succession yet. No. Okay, so Alan Ruck is in Succession. And oh, now really? all I can see is his character from Succession. So that's all I, that's all I saw in this. Alan Ruck to me is forever... Uh, you know, in uh, what's his name from Ferris Bueller's Day Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Day Off. Day out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, it was a day out. It was a day out. Mm. Um, so I, that's who I always picture him as. Yeah. Um, but I like him nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and then he's got like a little like lackey, I guess. He's, his name is Alan Sanders. I'm not sure why I picked out these three particular people, but they were just sort of people I sort of recognize. And I'm yeah. like, who are these people? Uh, Sean Whalen. But yeah, he's like, he seems to be the guy who drives Rabbit while Rabbit is like the old like analog GPS. He's the guy who just reads the maps. And just tells everyone where to go. Yeah. They're all in separate cars. I feel like there's a lot of fat you could trim in this team. I feel yeah. like there are people that just don't need to be there. Like surely that like you that shortly is not like your only function. Yeah. You're just the guy who reads the maps and he, that that guy has a driver. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's yeah. And there's a dude that you meet for like Five seconds throughout the whole film. Like an older dude. I think he's wearing a vest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he does. No, it's not sort of clear what he does. Yeah. He says finger of God at one point. I, I'm not sure. Like, well, I specifically <laughs> remember him saying that like when they're having lunch. The director put him there for that very purpose. <laughs> I mean, he delivers it well. It's, like, yeah. it's a real like, you know, it's a real finger of God. And it's, oh, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, this guy's got something to say. There's some weight behind that. <laughs> yeah. Guy probably practiced that one line all week. <laughs> Well, Philip was watching the uh, Weather Channel to get into character. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so yeah, we, we meet the crew. Um, Bill's getting married to you know his new <laughs> his new fiance, duh, uh, <laughs> Doctor Doctor Melissa uh, Melissa. 
Um, so there's a bit of urgency for the divorce papers to get signed, but Joe is obviously not quite past the whole thing, or it's like obviously wasn't her idea to end the relationship mm. or, for whatever reason. So she's like she's still wearing the wedding ring. She hasn't signed the papers in you know completely. Um, and there's a bit of fucking around and stuff like that. Also, it comes out that uh, Bill has got like so Bill used to be part of this this team as well, and it, it's obviously some sort of you know bit of a ragtag motley crew but like they're obviously quite good and passionate about what they do Mm. but bill's now got a new job as a weatherman which seems to be like a like you've kind of sold out it's like a you know more calm relaxed lifestyle and so they sort of give him a bit of grief about that or every time it's mentioned that he he sort of takes it like an insult which i find sort of funny but uh basically they they then uh introduce the new toy dorothy Mm. Uh, which is just like an enormous fucking like tub that has uh, like little tiny balls inside that light up and beep. Yeah, they're like senses, senses right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it's, like a, it's just a tub full of ping pong balls, basically. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Um, and they all have their... their so the, the idea is that these, uh, this whole tub needs to be placed in, in the path of a tornado, which would then suck it up. And then the enormous tub would then open up and then release all the tiny balls, which would then send back all this data instantaneously or whatever. Uh, it's all, it, you know, it, that to me already was like, that sounds pretty complicated until you, we get to the scene where they actually have to turn this fucking thing on and like, yeah. it's, it's a whole other thing, but we'll go through that. <laughs> but basically, uh, they get a, um, uh, oh, th- that's right. The, the whole thing about the research is uh, Joe's obviously still carrying some trauma from losing her dad. The tornado warnings are currently three minutes. If they get these little thingies up into the tornado, they can get it up to 15 minutes. That's what we're shooting for here. Uh, that's what's driving everything. So they get a call. There's a tornado nearby, which is like, this is just like a pattern that repeats itself throughout the entire film. Yeah. It's like, there's one around the corner. Like, <laughs> we've got to go. And then like a guitar riff plays and everyone just like <laughs> snaps into gear. And yeah. they all have and like what, weird fucking cars. Yeah, one of them has a speaker on the top. And whenever they're going anywhere... <laughs> Dusty just blares whatever kind of 90s alternative rock he feels. I like, and I'm glad you mentioned that because the you only see it at the beginning, I'm pretty sure. But when he when they drive off on this initial one, he puts music, like everyone puts music on their car and they all have their own style of music. Dusty puts on a fucking TV. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. He turns on a TV for music. I just, I... I, I yeah, don't know. I, I couldn't tell you because there doesn't seem to be any purpose for it later on. I yeah. think maybe they watch it for weather reports, but I don't know. This sh- it's it's weird. This is not I agree this is you. not pre computers. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. They've got laptops doing all weathery stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe it's just for uh, maybe they're a grassroots for film. You know, <laughs> for yeah, for for film for film. So, uh, at this point, Bill basically gets... Bill and Melissa get, like, uh, dragged into chasing tornadoes. They're not initially going to be part of this at all. But they get sort of roped in because everyone leaves before Joe signs the papers. So, they're like, oh, we're going to catch her, get her to sign the papers. Then we'll fuck back off. Like, yeah. we're, just, we're not having going to be part of this. Um, but naturally, like, it doesn't work out like that. And Bill gets roped in and they end up, you know, they join the crew again. Yeah, because the, the Dorothy thing was his deal, right? Or like he had a very big hand in in like coming up with the idea. Yeah, like it was he devised the idea in the same lab as, as you know, Joe and, and that. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. I think it was mostly sort of him. But he worked in a lab with um, Jonas Miller, played by Carrie Ewells, mm-hmm. who... 
basically has like stolen that idea. So there's like there's this is like the rival sort of storm chaser group that they run into on the way to this first tornado. And they uh they all stop off at like a rest stop somewhere. And it's this this stuff kind of tickled me because you find out that um Jonas and his crew all oh, well sorry, Jonas used to work with like Bill and, and Joe and that. They're all in the same lab. Bill came up with that idea for Dorothy. Jonas effectively stole the idea and then like got well quote unquote sold out yeah. to the man. Yeah, because he went they they said he went corporate. Yeah. So he's obviously working for some big which is, I assume, why they're all in black SUVs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and the comment that Bill makes is, he's in it for the money, he isn't in it for the science. Yes. <laughs> I've got that exact quote written down. Yeah, very good. It's the fucking best line. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like they get into a bit of like a powwow like when they stop at this rest stop because for whatever reason, they're filming him explaining the the thing, even though it's like he's explaining it to his own crew. I don't know, whatever's going on. But No, there's like a news crew there or something, right? Oh, is it a news yeah, crew? I he's... just assumed it was part of their crew. I, oh, maybe I it is. Paying attention no, because he was on the... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because he's on the news at some point. They turn him on the TV. Oh, okay. Maybe it was a news crew. Yeah. Then. yeah. But yeah, so they get into a thing. And, we, and this whole, like this little sort of argument, basically like that is the thing that draws Bill in again. He's mm. like, yeah, like I'm back. Yeah, so you've got the corporate sellouts, which is like just funny to me because like, you know, my one of my, well, our friend, Brendan, yep. who's also a scientist, uh-huh. like just the idea of like shunning money be- like is yeah. obscene because like that's what you do as an academic is just like you need to actively seek out funding for your research. Yeah, like it doesn't make, yeah, are they all not... Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, who the fuck do they work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not made clear. They have a lab, yeah, but they like they don't ever go into details about it. But for whatever reason, the guy who got funding from someone <laughs> is the is bad the guy? sellout. And I'm pretty sure there's a scene where they're talking to the National Severe Storm Lab. Yeah, yeah. So if that's him selling out, I don't know what the hell these other people are doing. Like, <laughs> if he's sold out to uh, a a corp- well, they're not even a corporation, like a group of people who specifically work with severe storms. Yeah. I, I don't know. So it's whatever. They're obviously just sort of like, like I don't know, their own little thing. Yeah. Um, but we sort of, at this point, um, uh, oh, sorry. So Bill you know, has like a little sort of time out just to chill out because he's gotten all amped up and stuff. Jonas calls him weatherman or whatever. Um, at this point, we start to build up a bit of myth- uh, mythology around... Bill mm-hmm. and there's a bit of mythology that slowly builds up later on as well. Uh, Joe is in the coffee shop, like the little fucking diner thing, ordering some stuff. Uh, has a chat with Melissa, Bill's you know new new beau, and basically it's sort of revealed that Bill has some sort of connection to the weather and he can like read the weather yeah. before anyone else can and He's got some instinct or like yeah, yeah like he just stands out and he just like stands and looks at the weather and Jonas is waiting for to see what Bill does and then they basically are just going to copy them but like they start building up this thing like yeah he's got some sort of weather clairvoyance or some shit <laughs> yeah, like yeah yeah uh, that's right sorry they 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 refer to him as um someone used to call Bill the human barometer yeah, that's it. Like Tim Bailey or something, I guess. But um, <laughs> um, business of the brolly. Business, right? Coming <laughs> into your backyard. Um, and the same sort of uh, thing. We we find out that Joe still has feelings for Bill, so there's like that things going on as well. So we got a little little triangle going on. Before anything sort of gets to a tipping point, Bill has some sort of fucking. 
premonition that like the storm's about to kick off. So Dusty puts on some music on his TV, um, and they all fucking jump in the vans and, and they hightail it. So and obviously Jonas's team like tries to follow them. And mind you, I like this is something I, I made a note of that this because I specifically remember everyone's fucking pumped. Yeah, like everyone was so amped up yeah. for this. Like it was, it. I just thought that was very funny. Everyone's just like, "Yes, <laughs> star!" Like they're just <laughs> fucking stinging for it. Anyway, so uh, the 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 car situation is uh, Joe and Bill with uh, Melissa's in her own car. Yeah, chasing after them. Yeah, um, they get into, so Joe and Bill get into an argument while they're driving, and when all of a sudden the tornado appears. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like da, like a didn't see me. And they end up effectively getting chased by the tornado, sort of. Like, that's something I always thought was funny in this. Like, the tornado just seems to, like, follow the cars. Yeah, they seem like a... It's like a sentient thing. They are battling yeah. Oh, yeah, these true. violent tornadoes. You are right. We must we must not forget that. Yeah. So, obviously, like, in this situation... Like, the whole point, though, is to get in near these tornadoes to then release Dorothy into them. But, basically, you know, there's the first encounter doesn't go well. Um, they crash into a little, like, tiny bridge thing... Bill decides there's no time to like, you know, release the fucking Dorothy thing or set it up properly. So they hide, the car gets taken, uh, the tornado dissipates and the truck is like flung and lands right in front of Melissa's truck who's however far away. Yeah. Um, and she's like, she's obviously quite rattled by this. She's like, she's a psychologist. Um, therapist. Therapist, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Relationship therapist or something like that. So this whole world is just like totally foreign to her. Um, she's pretty rattled by that. She's freaking out a little bit. Um, Dusty's just fucking rock hard. Like he's <laughs> loving it. He's having a blast. He's yeah. He's full mongrel for sure. <laughs> yeah. So mm. that's pretty full on. Um, at this point, so they're now down. A, uh, they're down a Dorothy, and they're also down a truck. Mm. So Joe convinces Bill and Melissa to use their truck, and they then go off to because there's another one somewhere else near, yeah. nearby. Jonas and his crew have caught up at this point, and they sort of head off ahead of them. So uh, Joe and Bill and, and the crew all catch up to Jonas, but Bill uses his psychic wind abilities to be able to tell where this second one's going to go. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, go this other way or for whatever. Like they they split off using just by, purely based on like what Bill thinks. Yeah. And they go through like some corn fields or some shit, right? Corn fields get decimated yeah. in this film <laughs> and not by like the wind either. No. Like it's purely by these yahoos just going off road. <laughs> these non-sponsored fucking yeah. penniless, you know, weather jockeys. Jagoffs. Yeah, bloody jagoffs. So it, it's at this point that, uh, so we're on to Dorothy 2. Um, Can I ask, where yeah. are they keeping all of these Dorothys? I don't know. Yeah, that's actually, that's a great question. Because whenever one goes down, it's like, okay, well, we've got a few more. And where the fuck are they? It's just on the back of yeah. the tray. Yeah. That's a great question. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, good. Maybe that's what Mapman and his lackey were hauling in that fucking maybe. back of that. Maybe they just had the spare Dorothys. Yeah, maybe. The Dorothy. They're pretty big, but I, reckon, I don't think you could. And that's. Yeah, they are big. Anyway. I'm I'm picking and, it, and to be able to drive that fast as well to keep up, if yeah, lagging all the lagging. That's not the word I want. <laughs> dragging, dragging. Yeah, it works. Yeah, okay, we'll take that. I'll accept it. Yeah. So this second one is like there's tornadoes over water, which is like kind of cool. I did notice actually something uh, that with each tornado, uh, well at least at the start, the weather gets more and more like extreme. Yeah. So initially it's just a tornado. Um, and it's just like, that's it. They're just dealing with some wind. The second one, it's raining. There's fucking water being flung everywhere by the twister because mm. it's it's formed, like two of them are formed on water. 
And then like later on, there's hail. Like the next one is hail, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. There is an escalating like... Yeah, up on the ante. I guess it makes sense from like a film perspective to kind of escalate things as they go. And from a violent, sentient tornado <laughs> yeah. thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they call the water ones sisters because there's two of them, right? Yeah, I was wondering if that's like a technical term or if that's yeah. just something Bill Paxton likes to say about <laughs> yeah. bodies of wind. We got sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, this is also the the scene with the famous airborne cow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which you know flies by once, uh, it potentially flies back again, or it was another cow. True. Yeah. You know? These are these are the sort of things that like the the director likes to leave open for the audience. Yeah. 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 You, you make up, you make up your own mind. That's right. About yeah. the cow. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, um, Bill, Joe, and Melissa are there in the truck. They are stop over the like over a bridge of. Uh, a bridge that's going over the water twister spins around their car but then like dissipates and mm. sort of nothing really happens they're safe bill and joe are fucking pumped melissa's mortified like she's just like having a nervous breakdown um everyone else shows up and like they explain what's going on everyone's fucking yeah cheering so they decide to go to aunt may yeah who is joe's aunt yeah and her place is nearby i would love to point out the fact that um they have to egg on Joe to let them go. Mm. And yeah. at one point, um, Dusty is just going, food! <laughs> food! <Yeah. laughs> he's, just, he's just saying food. Food! food. We, yeah, that's right. Because he's like, he's like, we crave sustenance. <laughs> yeah. Food! <laughs> food! <laughs> oh, man. This is, uh, this is why he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, he's what a loss, man. Which is also, again, like, if you're not a stoner and you're doing that, mm. that's much funnier. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, it's very if funny. If you're someone who just gets pumped because of the weather. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they basically all show up. There's obviously, like, a, a pretty good relationship there because Aunt May is you know, very happy to see them all. Mm. Everyone loves Aunt May. They sit down and, like, you know, everyone takes turns showering. They sit down to a big hot meal of just steak and eggs. Yeah. Uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and world-famous gravy. Yeah. Uh, Dusty gets real close and personal with Melissa to tell her like all of these things just yeah. right in her face. Anyway. Calls calls the uh, the gravy a food group. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And it's at this point, and, and I sort of realized that like, Melissa really is just like a, a, like a narrative sort of tool for like finding out all the little bits and pieces about everyone. Because Definitely, yeah. Because she's at this table and just asking questions and people are just going like, oh... You mean this part of the plot? Yeah, and they just explain it. Yeah, but it's at this point that we start that we uh, find out uh, about uh, not Dusty. We find out about Bill's nickname, the Extreme. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, which we see Dusty like yelling at him at the start of the film, but it make like means nothing to anyone at that point. Yeah, but apparently there's the the story goes that once upon a time Joe was in the path of a tornado. Uh, a drunk and naked Bill arrives on the scene in a separate car. With a bottle of like Jack Daniels that he's been swigging from, and then just like throws the bottle at the twister and says like, "Have a drink" or something like that. Yeah. And Dusty's like, "And the bottle never hits the ground." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that seems to be the story behind Bill's nickname, The Extreme. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are better nicknames you could derive from that situation, but I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess the extreme works. I what about uh, windy cheeks? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, or um, uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> flapping, flapping in the wind. <laughs> wind sock. Wind sock. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're oh, good yeah. at this. Wind sock. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm good at this. <laughs> what can you bring to this company? Well, <laughs> if anyone needs a wind-related nickname, <laughs> got you covered. Yeah, got them in spades, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, this, this is one thing that I specifically want to mention about this scene was that um, they start talking about the rating system used for tornadoes. Yeah. Um, and they mentioned that the ones that they just saw were like an F2, F3. Melissa's like, what the fuck does that mean? And they explain that like it's a system based on how much damage the tornado causes or something like that mm. bill says an f4 will relocate your house so we sort of get like a bit of a scale in terms of how strong like the levels are uh which i then thought was like very funny but like totally reasonable from melissa because she just naively then says like is there an f5 and just like everything stops yeah everyone yeah. is like just like oh my god like i can't believe you just asked <laughs> yeah. that that's, yeah that's crazy yeah um and the, actually this is the scene when old mate uh, goes, it'd be like the finger of God. <laughs> yeah. um, which is like, seems to be his only line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's like a weird hush and then it comes out that like the the tornado at the start of the film, like with little, little Joe. Yeah. Uh, that was an F5 and it ate her dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's in the shower at this point, so she's she's not around. Yeah, no, she isn't. Yeah, so yeah. So I, so I don't know why everyone's yeah. so weird Touchy about topic. it. topic. There's another thing that they bring up at the table. It's Alan Ruck and he said, you know, in a lightning storm, the safest thing to do is to lift your lift your legs in the air. Basically, he's saying like to put your ass into the air. Oh, and then right. one of the other lackeys says it's the safest orifice. <laughs> and that's what I, I want to actually. I'm really curious, and okay. I meant to Google it, but I thought maybe it'd be funny if I if I Googled it. I yeah no during I this. Th- these are the tough questions we had to tackle. Yeah, uh, so how would you even? How would you even fucking uh, best orifice to have lightning strike? <laughs> Best. Oh, actually, this is going to really sell your uh, computer search history. <laughs> Wait, how do you... Computer search history? Jesus. He's got orifice. O-R-I-F-I-C-E? Is that right? Best orifice. <laughs> oh, my God. What does that say? It, it, the autocomplete is for foam cannon. Oh. You don't, want to, you don't want to put a foam cannon in your bum. Really concerned about what's going to come up with this search. <laughs> Uh, best orifice for lightning storm, <laughs> and I feel, I feel like if I put twister, someone surely has asked this question. Did you spell lightning right? Because if you put lightning, you might get something about bleaching. It um, it autocorrected for me. Excellent. Um, Thanks, Google. Twister quotes, quotes. Eleven facts about tornadoes. <laughs> 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 But uh, missing term is orifice. That's some... Oh, I was going to say, that's some incredible SEO. Yeah. I need to get the facts out there to people. Make sure if anyone says anything about weather and orifice. <laughs> uh, some other pe- some other things that people Googled. Uh, Twister the extreme. <laughs> yeah. Twister cow quote. Right. Uh, look, no one's asked this question, it seems. All right, well, Tim Bailey, if you're out there. Yeah. Look, if anyone knows, um, the, the, we have the perfect place to discuss this kind of thing. <laughs> and it's our Facebook group. That's, yes. Uh, um, the Motion Picture Podcast. Just search it on Facebook. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Give, give us the answers. I usually do this call out at the end, but seeing as you're all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while, while I have you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, 
Um, moving on. Moving on from lunch. Here we go. So yep. lunch is interrupted because, again, tornadoes. Mm. <laughs> They're on a totally different time schedule. Um, the gang have to spring into action again. So, um, you know, they head off. And would you believe it? They run into bloody Jonas again. Just crew. <laughs> that jag off. <laughs> that lunatic. <laughs> Um, anyway, Bree's psychic bill once again, uh, can like sort of tell that like something's going to happen and like the, the fucking, the tornado is going to move again. So they, um, oh, sorry. This is, this is the hail time. So mm-hmm. this is like the next escalation. Anyway. So yeah, they, um, they go a different way and, and tra- chase off this thing. Um, it's, this is the first time that we actually see how much of a fucking pain in the ass Dorothy is to set up. Yeah. Because we see them get into the back of the, the van. Oh, sorry. The, like, into the tray of the truck where Dorothy is. And they have to pre- prepare it, mm. which involves like switching on like a million fucking buttons and knobs and just like a whole bunch of shit is going on. Yeah. I'm not sure why. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it's something that they're going to throw into a tornado. So you assume that it's just going to be destroyed, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to be destroyed. Like, I appreciate that, like, yeah, you might need to turn something on. But my, so if I was to get super nitpicky about this, I would say when they initially show you Dorothy, it's just in the tub. They open up, and the tub is just a, like a container, mm. right? All the little sensors are the individual balls inside. So what the fuck are all those switches turning on? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, they're exactly. not connected to anything. And, yeah. The readings come from the sensors, not the tub. Exactly. Yeah. So I, no, that, you're right. Yeah. So you're that to me was, but also then the other thing that just bugged me was like, yeah, the sheer amount of like flicking and switching and twiddling and, mm. and tuning and stuff. Just surely you can have it just like connected up to like one or two buttons. Yeah. Uh, like if, if you have, like if you haven't watched this, like I would recommend watching again because the amount of like toggles and shit they have to flick is like comical. It's amazing. Um, and then they've got to like unload it off the truck, which is again, like a total shit because it seems like it's super heavy. The truck is not set up for this thing to be easily removed. And also because it's fucking heavy as shit, like it's really difficult for two people to get it off yeah. easily and quickly in the path of a tornado. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's all things that you think you would um, bring up in the design phase of, of something like this. Maybe this is where Jonas's big NSSL money comes into <laughs> yeah. play, you know? He's, they actually plan things out before they execute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems reasonable to me. I would have thought so. But um, <laughs> but what do we know, you know? We love an underdog. We, that, that's true. We do. So they they uh, get the thing and, you know, they're, they're trying to uh, get Dorothy in the path. Something happens and I can't remember what it is, but something heck goes wrong and like Dorothy is basically like knocked over and the balls go everywhere. It's all yeah, scattered it's, and shit. It's the power, one of the power lines gets struck by lightning and then falls into the truck, knocks it out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so the so that one is I think Dorothy three at this point or two, three. I can't remember. But I, think I know there's four two, in total. I yeah. That. Oh no, you're right. It is two because yeah. nothing ever happened with the previous one. They didn't get t- a chance to put it out. Anyway. Yeah. So we're on Dorothy two here. So the yeah the 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 balls have scattered. The sensors have scattered everywhere. Uh, the tornado dissipates and everyone's just like, what the fuck? Like it just all of a sudden disappeared. Like what's going on? And so they're trying to sort of like just sort of re group and figure out but then all of a sudden it just starts up again it's back baby yeah out of the blue uh, vengeance it tricks them bloody tricks them so at this point Bill and Joe are now in a position where it's like they just gotta escape they just gotta get out and survive but um, that's right they then have an argument in the middle of the street (laughs) yeah because she's like Joe's like all like obviously just harboring all this trauma from losing a dad so she's like heaps desperate and obsessed with like getting the senses picked up 
Uh, to which Bill is just like, you know, you've got to let things go and blah, blah, blah. And it, okay, so basically what happens is like Bill effectively tells Joe that he still has feelings for her, but not so many like direct words, but there's like the sentiment is sort of there. Yeah. Um, but somehow this is all picked up by their truck radio, which neither of them are near, nor is anyone pushing the fucking button. But everyone else back like down the road hears this broadcast across their radio. Actually, I think because when they're on the way to that tornado, Bill puts on her like microphone thing, like a headset mm. or like puts a radio on her pocket and like hooks her up to something. Okay. I think it might be that, but I don't think she's wearing it in the scene. Well, not she that you def- can see anyway. Yeah, she definitely doesn't have anything on her head. Yeah. But, and also it's pretty fucking windy. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll give you're him a right. pass on that. You, you're right. You're right to be suspicious, Stringo. I yeah. understand. Uh, I mean, like, it's purely just to be like, to you know, stir the pot with sure. the whole, like the love triangle that's going on there. But uh, anyway, so that sort of comes out. Uh, Melissa hears it. And she's like, ah, that sucks. But anyway, so they um, they all go back to the the motel slash drive-in theater. Yeah. Um, where The Shining is playing. It is. At this point, like Melissa sort of like has decided that she's just going to like cut ties with Bill, like the wedding's off, just going to break up. Yeah. Bill and Joe are having a conversation. They uh, Joe orders like fucking 50 coffees or something crazy. I think it's like eight. But yeah. It just, it, she, yeah. It seems like a lot of coffee. And the attendant goes, eight? Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. It's too much coffee yeah, for anyone. Fucking psychopath orders eight coffees at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then again, I think uh, like the like US like coffee in the US is very weak. I'm sure it's for ever, like the rest of their crew, but I don't think there's eight of them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, there's a lot of people milling around who I feel like you just never get to meet. You know, I agree. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. right. There's just sort of like hangers on. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but um, they have a conversation. Um, and it, like I, I particularly like this part because um, so it's dark at this point, right? Like, it's like definitely nighttime, mm. and the TV in the like fucking where they're making the coffee just goes a bit staticky and like just sets off Bill's spidey sense. Like (laughs) he's just like, Oh, the TV's out. It's, it's a twister. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I mean like in his defense, it is a twister. Yes, it is. But but I feel like that's just his answer to everything. But, um, (laughs) yeah, Dusty yells out to Joe and Bill and he's like, there's a tornado coming. Um, like we've got to get the fuck out of here. But Bill, that's right. He's direct quote is, it's already here, uh, <laughs> which is great because under the cover of darkness, I fucking love this. Like, there's a lightning strike, yeah, and it reveals a like enormous fucking tornado, like just behind the the movie screen. Yeah, like it just snuck up on them. Yeah, no one's because no one could see it coming. They also couldn't feel it or hear it coming. Yeah, <laughs> I surely the funny. weather around that tornado, given how fucking enormous it is, yeah, you'd feel or hear something. I would have thought all of so. the other ones are heaps fucking loud, and they're all yelling. Yeah, yeah, Unreal. It's, it's yeah. So that that was particularly funny. Um, it also shows up and destroys the screen. I noticed at the exact same time as Jack Nicholson's going, "Here's Johnny." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which yeah, excellent. Um, so they all go and seek refuge in like this mechanic pit thing, um, which because like it's all last second, and everyone's freaking out. So they like all hide. Um, everyone ends up sort of they're fine. Like the the the. The, the finger of God guy gets hit by a flying fucking uh, yeah I and he looks like he's just fucking traumatized but <laughs> it's like it looks like a scratch yeah I mean like I could appreciate it. it's probably a nasty thing he's 
you know, he's riding high from the adrenaline because he caught the the flailing fucking like uh, uh the the what do you call it? There's like a hose. Oh yeah, yeah, there, yeah. He yeah. catches it. He's pretty chuffed, yeah. rightly so. And then some idiot throws a bloody frisbee at you. <laughs> I'd be a little upset. I just I, I think I think the the uh, makeup the makeup people didn't do a good enough job on oh, yeah. on selling it. You know what I mean? He looks like he got jammed. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just a big smear across his head. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. But I would have expected to be if you hit with a fucking tire rim, rim flying like strong enough to be picked up and flown through the air. I think mm. you get more than that. I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my nitpick for the minute. <laughs> no, it's, I completely... Uh, oh, man. Just can't think of words right now. Yeah. I don't know why what's going on with me. But anyway, it, look, it, aside from like a bit of like structural damage, everyone's basically safe. Yeah. Um, but they realize that the storm's actually moving, moving on to attack Art May. Yeah. Now, they say it sort of better than that, but effectively what they're saying is it's going to hunt down Aunt May. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at this point... And it's going through the town. Was it Wakita? It's, yeah, it's like heading directly for that town. Or yeah. something, and they apparently only got like the edge of edge of it, which is why they were sort of lucky. I'm also interested in in what... Because like they see that on the news report, right? They're like, it's heading to Wakita. Yeah. And then it shows us like a fucking toppled over sign when they're driving into Wakita mm. to investigate Aunt May. Make sure she's she's okay. Yep. And the sign says population five hundred and eight, or like five, like nothing over five hundred. Yeah, okay. Would a town with five hundred people be the focus of like the news report? Like, surely. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being, maybe I'm being a horrible person you, here. You elitist city yeah. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny that they pulled like they called out that particular town. Oh, well, yeah. Well, but I guess it- maybe if it's the only town within that area, which it could very well be. But maybe the news people know Aunt May as well. Yeah, more maybe. She seems to be very popular. She is. Her steak and eggs. Oh, her food her group f- gravy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it, it's at, like this very like urgent point where like everyone's going to save Aunt May or help yeah. Aunt May that Melissa is like, I'm breaking up with you, Bill. And Bill's like, oh, I'm sorry this happened. And she's like, hey, like it's okay. You know, things happen. They're like, oh, I'm glad we could have worked this out. And it's like, everything's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, all right, no worries. I've actually got to go though. Yeah. And just, yeah. They're just, that's it. <laughs> yeah. She seems surprisingly chill with it. Everyone's super calm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah, not for me. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, right. But like, there's so much wind. And she's like, no, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand how much wind there is out there. <laughs> but I have to be a part it's of. everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's so much of it. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they, as you said, yeah, they show up to the town and um, Aunt May's fine. She's just trapped inside the house. They get her out. The dog's okay, thank God. Yeah. The radio um, reports that a new tornado, which could be the strongest tornado they've ever seen, is like going to hit nearby again. Mm. And it's an F5. Well, they're predicting it's going to be an F5. Yeah. Um, which is obviously, so we're sort of like, we've effectively like reached the boss. Yeah. This is the boss tornado. It's the boss tornado. He's running the show. So um, Aunt May's like, it's cool. Like, I'm just a bit sore and I have a broken wrist. The dog's safe. You know, and basically like inspires Joe to be like, go and do your fucking job. Yeah. So they're like, cool. So we're going to go, we're going to do this. We're going to stop it. We're going to help people. We have more time to, to like, you know, get somewhere safe. So uh, it's also, it's at this point that Joe has the realization that there's an issue with the sensors. And they won't fly in the tornado. 
Yeah. So they realize that what they need to do, the solution is to add little propellers to every individual sensor by cutting up like soft drink cans. Yeah. Which, mind you, everyone does while they're driving to the next tornado. Yeah. I did like the little touch. It seemed like everyone had cuts. They all had like bloodied band-aids on. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I liked that. I thought that was a good touch. Yeah. A redemption for the makeup team. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they just didn't have enough time for like the the head wound guy. No, no. We got like a, we got a small scissors scene coming up. Yeah. I guess maybe they really had to pick and choose. Yeah. Just like the, uh, the graphics. That's that's right. People are like, no one's ever physically seen a satellite in space before, so we can get away with some cheap ones there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe people think space is pixels. (laughs) We spent all our money on the last two tornadoes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What can we get with fucking 20 bucks? (laughs) Uh, We can put some, uh, you know, poorly positioned Microsoft Word art for the title. Yeah. we can. Um... What do you do if you want a if you want a cow? <laughs> we usually just stick a couple of cats together. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> love it. Um, but uh, yeah, so they 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 fucking soup up the little thing, uh, sensors with some propellers. Uh, Bill and Joe, that's right. Bill and Joe place Dorothy in the path of this tornado. Uh, they sort of retreat a little bit down the road and just sort of wait for it to get picked up to see if it's going to work. Like it yeah. all sort of like everything is going quite well so far. And then all of a sudden, a tree is just bloody flung uh, from the tornado and it knocks over Dorothy. So this is Dorothy 3 at this point, should be yeah. mentioned, at 3 out of 4. Um, so the tree knocks over Dorothy, the shit goes everywhere. Either the same tree or another tree then wedges underneath their car. So they're also stuck, like the car, they're, they're fucked. Yeah. And the tornado is coming for them. Yeah. But anyway, they get, they get knocked free because a fucking uh, fuel truck which is just like levitating towards them, yeah. just nudges them very slightly and they're safe. And then it flies off and explodes. And then, uh, that's right. So Jonas and his crew were sort of nearby, but they're like on the other side of the field or something like that. And given all they've gone through, like Joe and Bill had this conversation where they're just like, you know, like science and like the safety of people is more important than this stupid rivalry. So they like, they just want anyone to get the sensors up and into the and get the data so they can do stuff so yeah. they they contact Jonas over the radio and they're just like you this is what you need to do this is, we can help you to like yeah get like working. you need to anchor it down or something yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's not gonna be heavy enough and all yeah. that sort of business but Jonas obviously is quite skeptical and, yeah. and you know for good reason he then Bill then has his another fucking prim, premonition of like the the tornado's coming for you uh, and they're like fuck you like just <laughs> yeah. get off the line like we're trying to do our work and then it, it no, it, Bill was right. It yeah. was coming for him. It throws a little fucking metal thing and kills the driver. And then Jonas gets sucked up, and their car explodes. Yeah, and that's the end of Jonas. That's it. Poor Jonas. Yeah, um, should have had better fucking tornado judgment, intuition. He should have skills. Yeah. It's fucking sell out. That's what happens when you sell out to the man. <laughs> yeah. You know, you lose the you lose the feel of the <laughs> yeah. tornado. He's in it for the money. <laughs> that's right. He's not in it for the science. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so so Joe and Bill initiate uh, Dorothy Four. It's the last one. This last attempt they got. This is this is it all comes down to this one. They set the truck to cruise control again. They're going through another fucking cornfield or something like that. So just decimating that. They aim it for the tornado. Cruise controls on. They jump out. Uh, the tornado eats up the sensors. Um, everything goes according to plan. They get the the gang who are somewhere safe. Start getting a shitload of data. So it's a huge success. Everything's great. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but then, of course, the sentient tw- twister is just like, oh, yeah. I'm coming for you. And it uh, changes its path and chases Bill and Joe basically through a like a, a nearby farm. And they go into like a barn, which is just filled with fucking blades galore. Yeah. Uh, to which like Joe is like, who are these people? But I'm like, <laughs> they're farmers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what I thought the same thing because I'm like, those are all very standard farm tools by the looks of it. Yeah, there's nothing unreasonable no. in that barn. So I don't know. And she grew up on a farm. Yeah. So I don't know what she did, like what their family did. Like, yeah, who knows? Uh, anyway, so that was a, a strange thing uh, to be said, particularly by her. Um, but anyway, they bail because of, there's like a lot of stuff flying around. So they go to like another little tiny shed. There's a lot of, there's a big pipe in it that Bill's just like, this goes down heaps deep. He knows that for some reason. (laughs) There's some leather straps there. So they're just like strap themselves onto the pipe. The fucking tornado goes over the top of them. They get sort of lettuce like they're fine. Like they're secured and stuff, but they're just sort of like flying and looking inside the middle of the tornado. Kind of cool. Yeah. And there's like a little mini tornado in there. Yeah. There's like a little fella in there. And then I I got curious the other day and I was like, I wonder if that's actually what's in like a a tornado. Yeah. And I looked it up and then there was no real answer to it. Oh. Yeah, That's so I'm not really sure. Sort of like when like a, a big dog or a big cat gets wet. It's like, ah, oh, it's all just hair. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a little core dog in the center there. <laughs> um, but yeah, but anyway, the, 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 the tornado is like, ah, you guys outsmarted me, yo. And so it just dissipates. I'm not sure what that accent was. And um, <laughs> and everyone else shows up on the scene. They're like, ah, oh, you're all fine. And it's like everyone's super happy and Bill and, and Joe like totally french and then then like the end <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it yeah yeah these tornadoes brought us together and we realized that we're still in love <laughs> that's right yeah so we're gonna kiss on the mouth yeah it only blew away our differences <laughs> hey Fuck. yeah oh well done sir <laughs> good night folks yeah. <laughs> yeah twist of the movie yeah what a film uh all right let's um let's see how the next twister installment goes all right do you want me to go first or you uh, I'm easy, man. What do you want to do? Um, mine, I, I as I, I think I told you this before we started recording. I had like an idea, and then when I realized when I tried to expand that idea, I realized that that was really fucking hard, and I don't know if this works at all. So I'd like to just get it out of the way. <laughs> Please, no, I want to hear it because <laughs> I don't think this is gonna gonna work. Hey, now, I don't believe it. Um, so I taking inspiration because of you know. Jan Devont, mm-hmm. the director who, you know, as, as we mentioned at the start, also directed Speed. Uh, as Matt and I know it, we know it as the bus that couldn't slow down. A classic Simpsons gag. 100%. Uh-huh. Uh, so I decided to name my sequel, The Wind That Wouldn't Slow Down. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was my starting point. So, all right. Joe, Bill and the gang are back again. Uh, it's you know several. It's sort of a bit more modern, modern day-ish again. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so years have passed, but whatever. Everyone's like still they're fine. Sure. Climate change has caused a lot of extreme weather, and the team needs to like do more research to try and create more sensitive warning systems. It's, it's like very like the original. This is very thin on plot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very thin on plot. Uh huh. So it's they it's basically just a recreation almost. So like yeah, they're out there like ah oh, like there's even more weather out there. We've got to like. Do more for that. All right, <laughs> that's enough. Let's get in the car. So they do. Um, they have now have a more advanced Dorothy system uh, in the hopes of leveraging like new technologies and, and getting, getting better models and data and, and such and whatever. Um, <laughs> amongst the new team is a new member, um, Gail. Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you've done there. Yeah. Um, uh, very good. 
Gail is a young, highly intelligent meteorologist whose PhD is tied to the new version of Dorothy. Okay. So there's, you know, there's like artificial intelligence and like nifty shit like that gotcha. going on. I don't know, just stick stuff onto it. <laughs> um, so they're out in like country out Oklahoma again. They're chasing tornadoes and, and using Bill's psychic weather gift and like they got the edge over everyone else and that sort of stuff. The task this time is that they need, they need to launch three Dorothy machines to like, I don't know, triangulate science and shit yeah. whatever like it's, hey they don't explain it in the first one you shouldn't have to you know yeah oh that's good because <laughs> i absolutely fair. i absolutely did not explain why <laughs> that was just like a thing i was like i gotta up the ante like they yeah. got one off one this last time this time they need three yeah all right and also the to also up the ante the wind is more dangerous this time so every tornado is an f5 wow okay extreme weather baby red hot yeah it's 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 windy out there <laughs> So the game makes it to the first destination. They successfully launch the first Dorothy. Uh, they get a whole bunch of data. It's all good. Everyone's very pumped. After the success, they naturally all head to Aunt May's place because they need a feed and a shower. And some steak. Uh, need some. Got to have steak. Yeah. yeah. Um, during the conversation, Dusky, Dusky, Dusty <laughs> asks a million questions to Gail about her research and how she became part of the team. So she mentioned that she was inspired by the team's events from the first film um, and that she wanted to be a tornado chaser just like them and help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, oh, I, I managed to secure some funding for my research, and then I was also lucky enough to be accepted by Bill and Joe into the team. Uh, and, you know, Bill and Joe were, like, really pumped by her enthusiasm and, like, the work that she's, like, doing and stuff like that. Um, so Bill then, at this point, is like, ask Gail, like, who were you able to convince to give you funding for your research? But before she can answer... Uh, one of the team bursts in. They're like, a tornado is like, near us. we got to go now. So they all like get the fuck out of there. And they hit the road and they head off to the next tornado. But it's like nowhere to be seen. It's like, it should be here. But it's like, it's not here. It's, it's so crazy. Um, <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> uh, but then Bill, his psychic wind abilities go off. And he's like, it's near. And then... Uh, a twister sneaks up behind them and chases them because, like in the first one, they just they chase they chase them. It do. Uh, so we're we're now on a high speed like chase through the back roads and cornfields and stuff. Hell yeah! Um, the one truck is Bill, Joe, and Gale, and they split off from the rest of the pack to draw the twister away, and it totally falls for it. So the, <laughs> the twister chases them, and then the uh, the others get the safety. They're fine. So while they're like like Bill's driving. Gail and Joe jump into the back tray to prepare the like fucking million dials and switches that Dorothy needs to be activated. Um, just like in the first one. I feel like it's warranted now. I feel like there's probably more to turn on. Oh, there's heaps more. Yeah, it's just <laughs> flicking on. That's why you need two people. Yeah. Just to f- turn it on. There you go. Um, so mind you, in all this mayhem, Joe's, Joe like yells out to, to Gail. She's like, Dorothy's ready and we need to push it off the tray like right now. Um, but Gail is stalling. Uh, and, and like Joe keeps shouting at her, but like to no avail, she's like sort of ignoring her or can't hear her. We're not really sure. Uh, and then Joe notices Gal does something strange. She pulls a three and a half inch floppy disk out of her pocket and inserts it into Dorothy. Um, there is no reason for it to be a three and a half inch floppy disk. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that would be funny. <laughs> that was going to be my question. Yeah. That, that is funny though. No other, re- I mean, there's like a fucking million dials and buttons to switch it on. It 100% has three and a half inch floppy yeah, disk okay. drive. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was not even my logic. I just thought of that right then, actually. But anyway. <laughs> I'll um, take it. Yeah. So um, so they push Dorothy 2 off the thing. Uh, it gets sucked up by the Twister. They manage to get away safely. It's a real close call, though. Nice. It's like yeah. a little suspicious something's going on there. Um, so Joe is naturally suspicious and informs Bill to keep an eye out. Like something's going on with Gail. She was like being funny. She had a she had old technology. Blowing a Gail. Blowing a Gail. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the next stop, the gang go to the newly rebuilt motel and drive-in movie lot from the first film. <laughs> uh, it's screening um, Moonstruck starring Cher and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> uh, a movie we both watched last night. <laughs> and what a film. Oh, good Lord. Um, Joe and Bill go to the cafe. Uh, they order 30 coffees. <laughs> they, nice touch. They, yeah, they plot to uh, try and find out what's going on with Gail. So they go around and hand every team member five coffees. Um, Joe strikes up a conversation with Gail <laughs> to try and get information out of her. But meanwhile, Bill sneaks into Gail's room to look at her research and he discovers something suspicious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, the research doesn't make sense. Gail appears to be looking at ways to enhance extreme weather events, not prevent them. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Okay. Suspicious. She's so, blowing a Gail. So, yeah. That <laughs> bitch. Should have been my title. Yeah. Um, so Bill is obviously like outraged by these storms out and he confronts Gail over this. Um, there's a heated exchange and finally Bill demands to know who she uh, secured funding from for the research that she's doing with them. A sheepish Gail explains that her research is funded by Big Kite. <laughs> with, with... <laughs> Holy shit. This is the best twist I've ever encountered. God a twist in twister. Uh, so with extreme weather on the rise... High winds are being recorded in places all over the world, including locations that were previously quite still, <laughs> thus opening all new markets for kite flying. <laughs> Gail explains that Big Kite offered her substantial funding for her research to figure out how to maintain and even increase these extreme weather events, um, and she's secretly been uploading new code to Dorothy via the floppy disks. Mm. Um, in a two-pronged approach, Initial wind events would reopen a place in the market for subsidiary companies of Big Kite, namely Pinwheel and Wind Chime, and to some extent, <laughs> Bubble Wand. <laughs> oh, holy fuck, dude. That's so good. <laughs> this is what my mind does. Um, I love it. I'll take all of that you got. <laughs> Um, and with the world rediscovering the simple joys of wind and its softer-spoken cousin breeze, pin, <laughs> pinwheels and wind chimes would leave the market yearning for more. This is when Big Kite would reintroduce the world to kites again, effectively monopolizing the leisure market. <laughs> and you have to pronounce it like that as well. Leisure market. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, so utterly shocked at such a brilliant diabolical ploy, Bill and Joe, and surrounded by the rest of the team who have you know, gathered since, they tell Gail that she's off the team and she's to leave first thing in the morning. There's no room for that sort of corporate selling, selling out manship <laughs> here. Got to be in it for the science. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, so the rest of the gang decide they're going to press on anyway and they're going to try to salvage whatever data they can get uh, by deploying the last Dorothy without Gail's extra corporate code. Uh, early the next morning, Joe and Bill are woken up by a loud banging on the door. It's dusty. He's received reports of an unprecedented F6 tornado wow. and they have to leave now. Holy dooly. Got to get to it. So they run out of the motel to find their truck's been stolen by Gail. Oh no. Last Dorothy's gone. God damn. Oh, that, that bitch. Son of a bitch. Um, so certain she's going to go and launch the last one with her code. They decide to give chase. They catch up to her near the enormous twister, like the most enormous one they've ever seen. This is F6. They play with her through like the car windows, like, don't do it. And she's like, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Bill make, makes Dusty like pull up close to her. Joe leaps across onto the tray of, of the truck. And then, uh, what's her name? Gail like pulls away and then like basically drives directly towards the tornado, uh -huh. puts the truck into cruise control. 
jumps through the back to like start switching on Dorothy and everything like that. And she's about to put the, the floppy disk in and then Joe jumps on her and they tussle in the back of the thing. Like the car's just driving itself towards the tornado. Um, they're having a bit of a wrestle. Gal elbows Joe in the face and like sort of stuns her and then she kicks her off the back of the tray. This is action packed. She's off the, the truck now. There's nothing to stop them. But unfortunately in the tussle, Gal's watch got caught on Dorothy and she can't get it undone. And then she realizes that like she even she's struggling but she's like not gonna make it in time. Yeah. So she sort of she's like, oh no. Like she just sort of like realizes that like this is this is it. And in like a sudden last like second change of heart, she decides to take the floppy disk out. And just before she's taken by the wind, she utters, this blows. And the, tr- <laughs> <laughs> the truck is lifted into the twister and disappears. Um, Joe, Bill, and the team receive all the data unsullied by big corporate code. The tornado dissipates and they all rejoice. The end. Wow, man. That was fucking great. <laughs> oh, thank Bringing you. big kite. Big kite, man. And big wind chimes. <laughs> Fuck, that killed me. <laughs> oh well done yeah. to you sir oh thank you yeah now i feel embarrassed about <laughs> mine <laughs> nonsense <laughs> um all right, let me, best shot. let me see what we got here <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right um i just called mine ultimate twister <laughs> excellent <laughs> that's yeah that's what we're working with here um so 10 years have passed since the events of the first movie mm-hmm. uh bill and joe are well and truly back together and have made even more advancements in the field of tornado research. Excellent. After getting such a rush from chasing storms, they find the thrill now harder to achieve. Ah. You know, uh, it's wearing out. So for a little while, they start like twister surfing, they call it. It's a dangerous activity where they tie themselves to an anchor and ride the middle of the tornado, kind of like at the end of the first oh movie. God. So yeah. they get, you know, they, so they get their rush. Right. Um, but soon even that's not enough to sate their horniness for Twister-related thrills. <laughs> so they turn to a new thrill, the actual game of Twister. <laughs> Holy shit. This Which is everything why... everything at the start so much funnier. This is why it's so embarrassing that I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. For some reason, and this is, I'm, it must, it's obviously just because I'm a massive nerd... Like, I just immediately thought you were talking about a video game. <laughs> like a fucking Nintendo, Super Nintendo Twister oh, game. Oh, man. That, that's... Oh. Uh, anyway, all right. So, um, for, yeah. I mean, everyone knows what Twister is, right? I don't have to explain what Twister is. <laughs> it's I made not, a note. not the video game, though. <laughs> no, no. no. I just made a note to explain what Twister is. And then I realized how fucking stupid that is. Or maybe not for me. <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, so anyway, they start holding elaborate twister parties and pushing the boundaries of what twister is. You know, introducing absurd numbers of players on a standard map, <laughs> etc. <laughs> then they um, oh, they started to create their own rules and expand the mats to be even bigger and have even more colors. Um, the game starts getting extreme. You know, they cl- including new weird rules. One of which was the option to punch the closest person to you if you spin uh, and your spinner landed on a particular bonus color. Right. Um, people started getting hurt during games. So they had to introduce like waivers and stuff. Oh my it's all God. crazy. But soon even these custom Twister games lose their thrill. Uh, so they devised the craziest game they could think of. Ultimate Twister. <laughs> a standard game of Twister played inside a twister oh no of course (laughs) Uh, uh, no one in their elaborate twister club 
was game on on any of this idea, and many of them called them fucking crazy for even suggesting it. Everyone's like, "You're fucking crazy, man!" It's an <laughs> argument. It's great. Um, in the end, there are only three people who are keen to play Ultimate Twister: <laughs> Bill, Joe, and Dusty. Oh, of course, good <laughs> the, old Dusty. The two are force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food. <laughs> uh, Dusty fired up the van with the big dumb speaker on it and loaded up a playlist with appropriate songs like Twist and Shout yes. and You Spin Me Right Around, Baby, <laughs> and so on. Yes. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They start chasing uh, storms like they did in the first movie, but instead of a Dorothy <laughs> loaded in the back, there's a big cube that housed like just a standard game of Twister. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Because uh, my thinking is you couldn't just like the mat would just fly away if you put, a, you know, you know. so I figured it has to be kind of like the shack that they were in at the end of the last movie in that the roof flies off fine, but there's still enough there to protect them from debris, I assume. Right. Yeah. I mean, even that's thin. I'm just tickled by the, like the conversation, just like, ah, oh, the, like the mat is going to just blow away. Why yeah. have you put your shoes on the corners? Ah, no, it's not heavy enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to imagine that the conversation's like the first one where they're like, it's too light. <laughs> yeah. You need to weigh it down. Yeah. So that's, that's where the idea of the cube came in. Right. So the idea uh, yeah, is to find an area in front of an oncoming tornado where the structure could be fastened to the ground while they play. Ah. Uh, there are also straps that they fit into so that they don't completely fly away, like the leather straps from the first one. Right. Um, so they have a couple of failed attempts with some smaller twisters. Um, and I put in here that they stop at one point to have steak and eggs at, at Maze. <laughs> of course. Because Dusty just started yelling food at one point. <laughs> food! Food! <laughs> They turn up at her house and Alan Ruck is there for some reason. Um, <laughs> the map man. Yeah. Um, I also like, what I, I forgot to mention this previously, but I like that one of his lines, because Bill questions his directions and he goes, no, no, yeah. uh, rabbit is good. Rabbit is wise. wise. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, while they eat, they get a call. There's an F5 materializing nearby. Oh, man. Hot damn, it's twister time. <laughs> I wrote that. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. They get to the tornado and set up the twister contraption, their cube. Yep. Um, they start the game as the storm approaches and it's like fucking massive. It's like just as big as like the one in the first movie, maybe mm. even bigger. Uh, eventually, the spinner, like the, you know, you... um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the spinner for the game of Twister stops working. It's just like madly Spinning. like... <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and the Twister box is shaking, uh, but holding in place as the Twister like engulfs them. So they, they've done it. They're in the middle of a tornado and they're in like Twister positions. Like they've done it. They've successfully like... They're playing a game of Twister, Twister. inside. And then Bill and Joe look at each other. There was something else they had planned that Dusty doesn't know. Oh, no. Joe nods at Bill and pulls a nondescript cord attached to the cube. It releases the cube from the ground and sends them all flying into the air. Oh, my God. So, it's like the cube's now just like within the twister, oh, like right flying again. around. Yep. Um, they're all still in the cube. Yeah, the cube's all in one piece. Right. Um, it's just off the ground. Dusty is just screaming in terror. Bill... <laughs> Yeah. Bill and Joe are grinning. They are finally surfing the twister for real. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking unhinged. 
they spin around, they're being thrown around like rag dolls. Um, the tornado begins to clear and the sky breaks through. The cube is just sailing through the air. It's beautiful. Bill and Joe admire the view, knowing it will be their last. <laughs> Dusty screams as the cube begins to fall. A distant shot of the cube plummeting is shown, but fades to black just before it hits the ground. Oh my god! <laughs> the end. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate oh Twister, baby! That, yeah, that is wild stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Mine just seems to escalate to the most... <laughs> just fucking outrageous place. And I don't know where to take them from that, so... <laughs> I guess everyone has to die. <laughs> no, it's, it was the only logical solution. Yeah, it's the highest rush you can get. Yeah, yeah. They, they knew that they just couldn't get any higher rush than that <laughs> ever they, again. They took down Dusty with them. Yeah, <laughs> poor Dusty. Poor Dusty. He had to go. He did. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's it, man. Ultimate Twister. I think we did pretty well. Yeah, man. I think that was fun. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Um, and like I said, join the Facebook group. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. Till next time. Take it. E- take it ease. Take it ease. Take it ease. Bye.